Welcome to Season 6 of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping coaches, teachers, and leaders of all types become their best through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. Each week, we'll discuss inspirational, impactful, and motivational quotes to help you become your best as you work to lead your teams to become their best. So make sure you've laced them up tight, you're focused on your target, and you're ready to dive in to today's great quotes for coaches. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And we are um, in a, a, a new week, a new theme, and quite honestly, um, this is going in a different direction well, in some ways a different direction than where I thought it was going to go as of last week. Uh, and yet, no, we're just going to go in that direction I was thinking it would go in, in a much greater, in much greater detail and for a lot longer than just this week. So what am I talking about? Well, last week, our, our theme was read the signs, reading the signs. And I told you that what prompted that, um, that theme for me was a book I'd been reading. And in this book, I was receiving all kinds of signs uh, about, well, about a variety of things, probably, uh, as, as so often is the case with any signs that we receive, if you believe in such things, I said last week, um, you know, the signs are probably saying a variety of things to us, but especially when we are contemplating certain things or looking at doing certain things, whatever it might be, a lot of times we will see signs that we think are affirming, okay, it's time to do that. And that's exactly what happened to me. And so I said I was reading this book by an author who I've talked about a lot before, and I'm sure many of you were able to figure out, well, that's John Maxwell, and you're absolutely right. And the book is called Change Your World. And what I was going to do then was last week talk about reading the signs, and then this week talk about this book, Change Your World, and the things in it that are the signs that are leading me down this path that I know I have to follow. The problem, I just finished the book this morning, and maybe last night. Yeah, I just finished it, and I'm in the middle of multiple books. So it was either yesterday or this morning. And I I, I was planning to just touch on some of the quotes and some of the ideas in, in the book. There's so much that I decided I'm doing... I started doing this morning what John Maxwell has always said to do that he has done for years and he suggests you do when you read a book is take notes and file them. Well, I I read the book on my Kindle so I was able to highlight just, you know, using my finger on the Kindle, highlight sections that I liked and quotes that I liked. And so this just this morning now, I, I went back and started going through those quotes and through those sections because I was going to prepare for this episode. <laughs> I've only gotten through the first three chapters, 
and it took me about an hour to do that. And I've typed up all these quotes and all these ideas, but especially just quotes, either quotes that he has quoted other people or great quotes from him. And I realized there's no way I'm going to do this in one episode. And actually, that's okay. And so, Mr. Maxwell, if you hear this, I hope you're okay. I'm going to take each of the next nine weeks and talk about one chapter. The first, you know, go through a chapter, and just t- just take out talk about quotes that he has in there. And I'm not going to be able to talk much because I have so many of them. I'll just probably say them, and you'll see the theme. You know, you'll see the theme from the chapter and how strong it is. And at the end of the nine weeks, so in the tenth week, I'm going to wrap it up, and I'm going to tell you about the thing, the project that this is leading me toward. Because I would assume if I do what John Maxwell says to do in here, 10 weeks from now, I should be well on my way toward fulfilling that project. And if I'm not, well, then shame on me. And we will say, shame on you, Scott. If 10 weeks from now, I'm not on my way toward um, this project that I've said he has just lit a fire under me with his ideas in this book. And so we start a 10-week series, if you will, on a theme called Change Your World. So thank you to John Maxwell and Rob Hoskins. It was a collaboration. Sorry if the microphone just shook. uh, A collaboration between these two men on this book. So we need to make sure we recognize Rob Hoskins as well, um, the uh, director of One Hope. What a great, um, what a great uh, foundation, a great uh, company. Uh, I'm really excited to learn more about them. Just the bit that I've read about them in the book, it you know, sounds like he's doing incredible things. And of course, John Maxwell, as you know, from all the episodes I've done about him, just it's He's become a mentor from afar. So, Mr. Maxwell, I hope you're okay that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. But, uh, and if not, I'm sure I'll hear from somebody. But this is, I'm so excited to do this. So here we go. The first um, theme from the overarching theme of Change Your World is from his first chapter, We Can't Wait for Change. And this is what this whole focus is. It's time to act. You, ha- you have to get after it. And this has been my biggest issue for so long, is just kind of waiting on the sideline, eh, hemming and hawing. And I'll talk much more about that as we go through uh, the series, especially when it comes to things like this project that I, um, I have had in mind for a while, and I am now, I've had the fire lit under me, it's time to act. So let's look at some, some of the quotes. First one comes from Lao Tzu. If we don't change the direction we're going, we are likely to end up where we are headed. <laughs> There's almost a Yogi Berra quality to that one. The, the classic uh, New York Yankees catcher who had so many funny quips along those lines. Um, yeah, he had something just like that, I think. Anyway, but that's a great start. John Maxwell himself then says, most of us are waiting for somebody else to do something about the problems we see. We want change, but we hope that someone, somewhere, will do something to bring it about. Yep, that's been me way too many times. 
Maxwell again, transformation is possible for anyone willing to learn and live good values, value people, and collaborate with others to create a positive values culture. That one quote is going to, you're going to hear, you hear so many elements in that one quote that you will hear throughout this series. You must get this book, by the way, Change Your World. I cannot recommend it enough. It, it will change your world if you read it. I know it's changing mine, but he's talking about transformation, huge part of the book, okay? Values, huge part of the book. Uh, Collaboration, huge part of the book. And positive values, culture, huge parts of the book. So love this concept. Um, Yeah, oh, this is so good. In a gentle way, this is by Gandhi, two quotes. In a gentle way, you can shake the world. (laughs) And then he says, For things to change, first I must change. Coaches, think about this. Every one of these quotes, every one of these things I'm going to say over these next 10 weeks, well, all the time, all the episodes, but every one of them, I want you to consider how can this help you become a better you, become a better leader? How can you use this with your kids? Leaders, those of you who are not coaches, but you lead in some other way, teachers or CEOs or leaders of some team of some sort, whatever it might be, how can this help you? How can it help you help your teams? Maxwell says, changing your world requires a similar shift in thinking. You need to challenge your assumptions from assuming you can't or shouldn't try to change your world to someone who can and should You need to believe you can do something about the problem you see. You need to believe you can make a difference no matter who you are, where you are, and with whatever you have. You need to have hope. Hope is a huge part of this book and of what you're going to be hearing over these next 10 weeks. Adopt a change my world mindset, he says. You have much greater control over your ability to accomplish difficult things than you might believe, but you must have hope and believe in yourself. And then in this first chapter, there are sections, and I'm just going to give you the titles of the sections. Again, get the book and read it because every one of everything in here is great. He says, people change when they hurt enough that they have to. And then a quote right after that is, the most basic impetus for change is pain. Isn't that so true? Don't you start changing a lot of things in your life if you're you're in pain? Of course you do. Next one was, people change when they see enough that they are inspired to. People change when they learn enough that they want to. And then people change when they receive enough that they are able to. Oh, each section in there in that book in that chapter there under those sections is so good. I love this quote by Brad Montague, the creator of the Kid President videos. He says, "Dare to dream, but please also do, for dreamers are many, but doers are few." <laughs> oh, it's so good, and it's so true. <clears throat> Tony Evans. Um, so this is a friend, he says, of, of theirs, uh, Maxwell, uh, John Maxwell and Rob Hoskins. If you want to have a better world composed of better nations, inha- inhabited by better states, filled with better counties, made up of better cities, comprised of better neighborhoods, illuminated by better churches, populated by better families, then you have to start becoming 
a better person. People, it starts with you. We all complain about the world and all the things going on it and what's going on in our country now, and we're all divided and all these problems, right? Well, it starts with you becoming a better person. The Chandler Foundation is quoted saying, from the top, leaders must possess good character and earn trust from their people. My gosh, how often have we talked about that concept throughout this these podcast episodes, my videos and my blog, my blog posts, the, the importance of character and trust. Maxwell says, the negatives in life may attract our attention and open our eyes to the need for change, but only by being positive and by helping to create and offer a better way can we positively change our world. Creating positive change in communities is similar to developing people. Good leaders focus on people's strengths and help them develop those strengths. They don't focus on their weaknesses. Similarly, to help others live a better life, you don't focus on their problems. You focus on positive solutions that provide a better way for them to live. Oh my gosh, there's so much right there, but it is so good. Focus on strengths. Focus on positives. Stop focusing on weaknesses. And my gosh, coaches, don't we do this all too often? I know I'm guilty of it. I focus on a kid's weakness as a player, and so I want to change that weakness into a strength. Well, that's good. We do want to help them do that. But we don't want to focus on the weakness. Let's focus on what they can do and accentuate that and strengthen that and make it even better, that much more than what they can't do. So if I, as a basketball coach, have a kid who can really shoot it well, but he really struggles uh, handling the ball. Okay, well, let's not put him in positions where he has to handle it as much. Help him get better at ball handling? Absolutely. That's what practice is for. But let's focus on, hey, how can we help? There's five kids on the floor. Let's make sure we put him in positions where he can shoot the ball and receive it in a spot where he can catch it and shoot. If I have a, a, in the girls that I coach, if I have a girl who is a better rebounder than anything else, and she's strong inside, put her inside. Again, I still want to help her become better at ball handling and shooting and defense, all the other things. But let's maximize her strength and help focus on the strengths and also talk with these kids about their strengths. You are really good at this and build them up so they realize I've got a strength here and that they get that much more confidence. Well, there's so much in that quote that that I need to learn from and get better at. I think that's so good. Dale Carnegie, Carnegie, one of those success guys, one of those motivational guys. Um, Most of the things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed to be no hope at all. Ralph Marston, the author of The Daily Motivator, success requires both urgency and patience. Be urgent about making the effort and patient about seeing the results. Oh gosh, that's so good because too many people kind of are just the opposite. They're so, oh, I got to see results, got to see results. And then they don't end up doing all that they need to do in the effort to get the results. And I love this by Maxwell. The people who change the world are those who want to and don't wait to. 
Remember, the title of this chapter is We Can't Wait for Change. And so there's a, there's a line right about that. Ralph Waldo Emerson, that which we persist in doing becomes easier, us, easier for us to do. Not because the nature of the thing itself has changed, but that our power to do is increased. Yeah, the more we work at it, the better we become, the better our chances of the things that we want changed, changing. Renee Brown, oh gosh, there's so many great things that she she has provided. And her book, Daring Greatly, outstanding. And this comes from that. We need braver leaders and more courageous cultures. And then Maxwell continues saying leadership, this is a line that I've probably done before because this is what John Maxwell says is leadership. His definitional leadership is this simple. Leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. He goes on, so if you influence just one other person, you are a leader. When you add courage to your leadership, then you create opportunities for change, which in turn changes culture. So he was piggybacking on what Brene Brown said about needing braver leaders and more courageous cultures. This is Maxwell again. People who create transformation don't want to wait. They want to get something done. The feeling of urgency moves them to take action right now. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what you have or haven't done yet. It's never too late to do something to change your world. uh, While each of these lines in this book started me thinking, hmm, is he talking to me? This was the first one that really hit me over the head as a sign. Doesn't matter how old you are. I'm 62 years old. I'm thinking, eh, maybe I shouldn't be doing what I'm thinking about doing. Doesn't matter what you have or haven't done yet. I've started, I wrote up a plan, still working on it, but I've talked to a few friends, talked to a few people about it, but that's it. It's never too late to do something to change your world. Well, let's go, is what this is telling me. A Turkish proverb that says, no matter how far you have gone on a wrong road, turn back. And Maxwell then adds, you can turn in a new direction right now and do something to change your world. So even if you feel like, gosh, I've been heading down the wrong road. All right, turn around. (laughs) The classic us guys. Yeah, I don't need to look at a map. I'll just figure this out. Well, no, it's time to turn around. Go back and find the best avenue, the best way to get where you're trying to go. And we'll wrap up with this one from Maxwell. Because you want to see change happen and you want to live in a better world, you can make an impact. Everyone has plenty of reasons not to do something about the problems they see. Those are called excuses. We can make excuses or we can make changes, but we can't do both. Oh my, what a great, great first chapter of a great book. I cannot stress enough to you the importance Get this book, Change Your World, okay, in any way that you can, and read it, and you will uh, you will love it. I know you will. Next week, we will come back. Chapter 2 is called Become a Catalyst for Change, and you're going to hear a lot of quotes about, okay, it's up to me now. I can be the thing that starts this. I can be the one who starts the transformation. And so we will keep working our way through this. Um, yeah, And again, get this book because you're going to love it change your world. Come back next week for Becoming a Catalyst for Change on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast, and we will talk to you then.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we want to do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel, where we have much more for you to help you on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Thank you.